Hey guys, it's Cam with Freebird and I am so honored and humbled to have an incredible industry legend, Lupe Vosh joins me today and shares her brilliance and kindness. Lupe, thank you so much for being with me. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. I'm very excited to be here. Oh my goodness, it was so cute seeing your little fur babies as we were settling in. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Are they loving you home? Oh my gosh, yes. And one of them, he will not leave me alone. Wherever I go, he has to be right next to me. And he's sit sitting outside looking lighter. <laughs> like something's wrong with this picture. You're in there. I'm out here. Yeah, I actually love being home. It's really, I think January I was home for four days. And they were, yeah. And this, that one, he was so mad at me. He was so excited, but then he just gave me the side eye for the rest of the Don't night. Don't look at me, mom. Don't look at me. <laughs> oh my gosh in four days in january i mean what a striking difference of like just grinding grinding gr screeching halt <laughs> just screeching halt wow and i'll see an airplane go by <laughs> i do like, where are you going like that. <laughs> i do miss it i love new york i love teaching i i just love traveling i do like traveling yeah, that definitely was the hardest thing for me, especially because, um, you know, building anything, working on anything, you're kind of in a little den as you're doing so, as setting foundations and so forth. So for two years for me, I was like in the trenches, like just build, build, build. We were coming out. It was all of this wonderful. And I've seen these memes where it's like, does anyone else feel like you were getting your life on track? And like, and you had 2020 in the bag and then it just stopped. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of how I feel because we were like traveling. We were in Long Beach for ISSE and, you know, we had all of these trips planned, canceled. And I'm like, okay, okay. Well, you know, it's not what happens to you, but how you show up. So let's just see how we can really use this time to come together like this and enjoy our company in a totally different, when would we cross paths, Lupe? You would be all over the world. No, no, really, I know. And, it, and I'll tell you, there's, um, someone had asked me, what is the hardest time in your lives and in your life? And I was like, there's been plenty that I thought was the hardest, but there's always something good. If you're, if you keep your heart open and your mind open, something good will always come out of it. It's, it's how we react to it and what we do with it. Totally. And, um, I have a good friend, Rudy Miles, who's a makeup artist and he worked with me at Aveda. And he taught me that, you know, like, it's like, how do you take it and what are you going to get from it? So to really sit back and think about, there's a lot of people hurting right now and, and live in fear and are afraid financially, emotionally, you know, um, business wise, you know, we're all afraid, but there's something that happens getting together like this, or even I, I'm, I've been watching, I'm good friends with Gerard on her brain. He's one of my best friends and watching like what they're doing and all the community getting together and supporting each other. It's beautiful. It is. It really is. Um, I love it because it takes us all down and not in a bad way. Like I don't mean down in a negative way. It just allows us to be hairstylists and yeah. come back to us and then realize our people are hairstylists and connecting with one another truly is amazing and one of the most beautiful things about salon life like it is one of the most incredible empowering things to be surrounded by fellow artists and co-workers and we get to do that now in a different way and I'm, I'm it really brings me joy to see people like Gerard and Hairbrained and 
all of these incredible pe incredible people like yourself sharing yourselves online in a way that is approachable. I mean, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Was over the moon. They they were just like, let's do this. We had Zoom calls. What do you want to teach? We set up a calendar. You know, they've been uh, we, we had talked about they they had been trained to be behind the camera to know what how to film video and but also to be in front to the and and it was just perfect timing. So on and I posted all of them on my Instagram. They are just they're just such great people who want to share and give back. You cut out right when you said the name, and I want to make sure that people can. What is the name? Just so that we can hear it again. But the Hair Color Magic Team. Hair Color Magic Team. Just um, making sure, loud and clear, because you guys need to check it out. It's brilliant. <laughs> like it's brilliant. Check it out. So I wanted to make sure, like you're. I think my internet, because you know everyone's online these days. Well, the first class that I taught was probably about 15 years ago. And then little by little, you know, the company that I was working for saw that it was working and it came about of me screwing up how color and how I figured out. Yeah. How yeah. I figured out color, you know, like the variables of hair color. That safe space of parameters that colorists need to have that all that knowledge that unfortunately you only learn once you melt it once or twice or it goes black. You know, you're like, hmm, what yeah. is that? <laughs> seven years of my career I've been doing hair 38 years now and the first seven I messed up hair color so bad I thought I can't do this I should I should just cut <laughs> it was so bad <laughs> it was so bad I think we've all had that like you know what today's the day I'm hanging them up I'm just done <laughs> oh man that's the truth <laughs> and you you shared it though with hair color magic that's I mean that right there is just truly, truly such a great testament to who you are as an artist and a human. But 38 years, we're, we keep alluding to this. 38 years in this industry, that's crazy. That's like a long time. I it mean, feels, but it doesn't feel like it. To, to, to just sit back and think about it, I would say it feels like maybe 15, 16 years. It just goes by so fast. Well, and I have to be fully transparent with you because, you know, it's creeping on you hard. I already do, but I had to creep a little harder, you know, to do you justice. But something that you did that I, I made note of it because I think everyone should do it. And I want to make sure that I just thank you for sharing this. Your letter to yourself from beauty school. Reading through that Lupe was so amazing. Like, I seriously was like teary-eyed just reading it because I'm like, if we all would have that thought to just take a moment and write ahead to ourselves like you did right then it was really truly amazing what did someone share that with you please share this experience if you don't mind because they had asked me um I, I was it I think it was was it one of the magazines I think it was yeah asked me to write a letter to myself as a as a stylist oh, now got it reverse got it got it got it got it and I had to really sit and think about it. I completely forgot about that letter. Oh my gosh. I, I, you know what? I'll, I'll get it for you and send it just so you have it quick link because reading it, Lupe, it was really beautiful. I mean, truly beautiful. I'll share it. It was probably one of the hardest things for me to write, like digging deep 
because when we're in cosmetology school and we're first starting the first seven years of our career is everything to who we end up as uh, our character in business because we have a character in, in our in our soul and who we are but our character in our business how we show up what our work ethic is what our standards are you know that first seven years whoever you surround yourself with whoever you follow to education think of the people that are on your platform you know like what are the kids going to get from these people the, the first seven years are so important so and if anybody ever told me that i would have been a little bit more focused on yeah yes that's the perfect word I, yeah. You know what? You, you know, and I love that you put a time on it. Honestly, I don't think I ever did. Like until you just, I'm like, girl, you're so right. If I think, if I go back to like my first seven years, you know, and I put myself only in that time frame, not after, because that's what I always try to remind veterans is like, remember when you're sharing knowledge, you've you've found all these little tricks that they live within that knowledge. Your end answer is not the end answer. Remember what got you there. And seven years, Lupe, of course genius seven years it is it is the first seven intention is imperative in those first seven wow it's yeah so that letter it was it was interesting it was send it back to me i would love to get it. i don't know what i did with it um, oh but Luke, you did good girl you were you killed it and then when you read it you're gonna get teary because it's just so precious <laughs> it's so precious and you know honestly i think um as we all are experiencing this, <laughs> whatever you call this, like um, COVID. <laughs> but no, it's just, um, I read it and as an artist, I sat there and I appreciated a moment that um, I know you must have taken and went back and thought of all of those little steps, all of those little tools, all of those little things. Your first day in beauty school, you had zero idea. You never even knew, never even knew what was to come. and how that was i'm like what if we just start and so you did it now i get and i had it backwards so i'm like everyone should do that like and i'm like i'm gonna tell people write a letter to yourself in a year in five years and then read it like i think that is, if someone asked me to have done that i think that would have been that would have been pretty cool because then you could look back well you and and celebrate those moments that in which something that i have not done you know like i'll just i'm like a I'm, I'm head down. Let's just do this. You know, I knew, I knew, I would say in that seventh year that there wasn't, I never experienced a teacher who would give wholeheartedly or if they thought it was wholeheartedly, that was great, but I didn't see it. I didn't feel it. it, it I came from a, a generation of platform artists in the eighties because yeah. I graduated 81 way before you were born. <laughs> those <laughs> <laughs> and they were um inspirational or actually no they were motivational very so they motivated you to go and see you know and tell you what they would tell us what was in and I would go back and I would, and I would, I would be so, it was so visually beautiful and it was like beautiful, beautiful. I would go home and then it was gone. Yeah. You know, inspirational to me is when it moves you, you in your spirit and then you can, you, you keep that and then you go on. It's a, it's a, like a, um, 
an under undercurrent that just keeps you curious of the next like hmm i want to how do i get there how do i what wait a minute like there was a foundational knowledge drop there that you must grow it has to grow yeah i completely under i, I love that i love that moves your soul to inspire someone to get them to want to do something or want them to be better or want them to better their craft was something that I never really experienced. I, I had it, like I really wanted it. I wanted it to be so good. I was working with these people like, God, that's amazing. How did they do that color placement? And then for them to describe it to me, they couldn't, yeah. or I don't know, you know, like it just didn't happen. I was like, gosh, okay, so we gotta figure this out. Girl, uh, problem we need to solve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we figured, I figured it out, it, it's just, I, looking at the industry from their 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, now the teens, it's, it's, it's really shifted and not, you know, like some people don't really like what's happening now. I like what's happening now. I do. I think I look at these kids that are out there. I call them everyone kids. Um, I, I call them my babies. I do. Yeah. I'm like, my babies. I love them all. Very talented. They're very, very talented. Not afraid at all. You know what I love about them? I'm going to tell you, this is something that I, I, I am a mother, so I have a 10 and an 11 year old. So I see the world through very interesting perspectives sometimes. And um, something that I think that what you just hit the nail on the head with is a wisdom, education, knowledge, brilliance, talent, whatever you want to, whatever you want to say, doesn't live within age or anything other than the true desire of that human who brings it to life and breathes life into it. I mean, I had the honor of interviewing Cassie, Cassie Carey, the Naha Newcomer of the Year winner. And I'm like, baby, you're out two years. You're out there killing it. You're educating yourself. You know, you're putting yourself around people who are inspiring you. Like you're asking questions. You've kept an open mind and you show up every day with a beginner's mindset. It's like, it doesn't matter how old you are, guys. Like, and these, that's what they do. This is what I feel is they're like, let us show you. We can do this. And it's like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Like, good for you. But make sure you don't make the mistake of what we did, which was not learning how to share it back fast enough. Like, that's what we missed. And I, I would, I chalk up to my generation the last 13 years is being so much more focused on the individual pursuit and not the collective giving back because only each of us have the knowledge we have. We need to share it, even with our coworkers around us, you know, like, and that's what you did. And that's going back to whatever is happening to us right now, which I call the, um, the slowdown. <laughs> it's we, we really have to, um, it's, it's about honing our craft right now, that's you know, and, and it can be a really negative thing that we are feeling, but it also could be our moment to actually grab a mannequin. You know, you try out some of this stuff. And if you don't have a mannequin, sit down and like visualize doing that or write some serious notes because this is our moment to sit down. We're not going to have a moment like this to where we're, it's like a sabbatical. We're taking a sabbatical. And nobody's upset. Nobody, like bill collectors are a lot chiller. Every, everyone's calm right now. You guys like breathe and tap into yourself. Like, I love that you say that because it is a sabbatical for you, for each artist to just, don't look at what other artists are doing. What yes. do you feel? What do you want to do? What gets you so excited? What's the first thing you're the most excited to get to do again? Like, what about that question? Yeah. And then 
really, really perfect that skill and see where it takes you. You never know. I mean, you know, the other, I was, I was talking to one of my stylists and I said, you know, do you remember the days that you would wake up and be like, damn it, so-and-so's coming in. I don't want to do that. Right now, she was like, I would, I take it all back. You know, like, I just take it all back. I want, I can't wait. Like her whole, the way she was looking at things. Her yeah. day, and I do think the universe is, is shifting all of us up right now. I you know, agree. I agree. 100%. I, it's undeniable. And it's like you, it's just a matter of what side you want to take each day. Cause there's highs and lows, like no doubt everyone hits, hits the highs and lows. But, you know, speaking of the slowdown, I know Lupe that um, it's been interesting for everyone. And I would imagine it's been interesting for you. Someone who's been in this industry, watched it grow and breathe and morph and change in the many ways that it has. What has the slowdown done for you? We've had, um, well, I've had a really um, nice time. I've gotten to sit and rewrite a lot of curriculum. Awesome. Create some classes, which I love. I don't know if you know this about me, but I love writing curriculum. There's um, a woman, Janine O'Neill Blackwell, who does format training, um, who I consider a mentor. And she, it's just like magic to me. It's like going on this path. It's like a little movie so I've been doing a lot of that. I had to make a really tough decision. I've, um, I've had a salon for 32 years um, in my 38 years of doing hair. And out of those 32 years, I've trained, I've taught for about 21, 21 years. Um, we, we, I had to make a decision of either stop teaching or shut the salon down. So I had to decide. I went ahead and shut the salon down, which was really really hard i'm surprised i can talk to it without getting choked up yep um, we're gonna just keep on. <laughs> yeah that's right that's right <laughs> you know with how we are all going to go back and not to be in a fearful state but a responsible state the responsible thing for me to do is to would be to focus on my team and my customer base and my family to make sure that everything is done properly all the protocol is set and I don't take it lightly because if I messed up and one of my stylists got sick or if I messed up my stylist got their family sick, it, you know, I, it, we have to be so on it that if I was going to keep this on, I would not have the energy and the time to teach because we're right now. Um, it was interesting. I had this on and then I taught that much. Mm -hmm. And then I had the salon and I taught that much equally. And then I taught and had the salon. So it just kind of flipped. And I know that with, that it wasn't fair to my team with what they needed from me to do this. So I had to make that decision. And um, it's really, it, it's, this is really full circle. There is one of my team members who had left me and she went out on her own. Um, she took the salon over. Oh my gosh, I love that. I yeah. love that. Yeah, and it's, it's super Oh no, it's in good hands. I mean, you just know. Oh my gosh. When she first started, this is what's really cool. When she first started, she had said, you know, one day I really want to own my salon. And I said, the day, and I, I, we were talking about our discussion. And, and she says, do you remember what you said to me? And I said, no, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she said, you told me I will always be here to help you whatever it is that you want to do. And then two times before she's 
try to open a salon. I gave her some things to look for and she found that it wasn't the right fit. So when I told her we were doing this, she was like, I want the salon. So I gave it to her. I was like, here's I love that so much. I mean, that's every hairstylist in the world's dream that wants to own a salon is love a salon family, have the salon home, and then, oh, the owner, see you as the next rightful heir. Like, what a beautiful, oh gosh, today. It was to, to me, it was like, that's why you can talk. That's why. I mean, you, you are at peace with your decision. You have someone who loves it like you always, well, you know. That yeah. never be, but. She knows it. She was, she, from the very beginning, because we had an apprentice pro, uh, uh, interim program. Yeah. So she worked through the interim program, stayed with me for five years after that, and um, decided to go booth rental, you know, and she did it the right way. I, I you know, like I have um, such a great, such a great communicator, strong woman. She's going to be amazing. So how cool. And then you get to touch base and hear success. Oh gosh, it's going to be beautiful. And you get to place full focus, full intention and pay attention to your heart. And that's sharing back to the industry because you're making such a massive impact that way. Knowledge is everything. I mean, we all are going to do it different, but we all need the ability and the right to education to decide for ourselves. And you are focusing on giving back. That is so cool. I'm gonna, I mean, I do think that, and I have always believed um, a team gives you a bigger message. So the hair color magic team, when they're, you know, like I, if anything that I teach, when I teach it, it's theirs. And their job is to make it theirs and be able to articulate it in their own. Cause there's already a me, there's already a you, you know, there's already, you know, like right. think of Boyle, um, there's already, um, a Gerard, there's already a DJ Muldoon, That's but right. how each one of those people become them is how we have to focus. Like if, if anybody wants to be a teacher, the humility that you bring to the table, you know, be humble about what it is that you're doing, because trust me when I tell you, this is a ask me how I know you're only as good as your last color. <laughs> you're only as good as your last class. Yes. <laughs> Up into a situation. This is, you know, like the worst thing that you can possibly do is believe your own press as a teacher. Yes. And I do believe your message or what you can share, once you share it with other people and then they share, it's beautiful. Yeah. And like it's their turn. My team's turn to be the ones that are totally messed up. Photo shoots, be on stage, do all that stuff. It's, it's, I want to see them start doing that. You're giving back to the industry. You're, and that's what it is. Is um, It's an industry that deserves it. It's an industry that deserves to have the fire, the passion lit in new ways. And I love what you've done for your artists is you've created a safe space for them to grow and love themselves. And what you've done as a professional yourself, I love your humility, but I'm going to make sure I brag hard on you, girl, because... What you've done is not a small feat. I mean, I had to write it down because um, you're just a ninja. So, Aveda art director, world-renowned re world educator, owner for 32 years, correct? Yeah. Of Julian August. Julian August Salon. Hair color magic, one of the greatest technical artists of our industry. 
and Aveda Advanced Academy. Like, Lupe, that is truly remarkable. And you're giving back in such a way that is, it's magical. It's the, you're, you're handing off to people this knowledge and tools to have that people could only hope for when they were in beauty school, like both of us. And this ability to have team and connection in a way that, um, you know, for us, it was different. It was just very different in the industry. It was different. It was, we didn't have um, the internet. We didn't have online training. We didn't no. have, you know, you can't look up. We couldn't look up anything. No, like, even for not. myself, 13 years, like, I think that's what's even kind of crazy for people is like, oh, well, you were, you know, no, like Facebook just started. Like, no, we were not of the generation of, tech that's just not what we grew up we had the written books like we started out without booking systems like that's like i mean this is some old school stuff i'm like we need to remember the the tradition here and the fact is it's beautiful all of these tools we just can't forget the most important that's each other is hair shows first inspired our generations of the community i interviewed philip wolf last week and one of the things he said was almost the same thing Sam Bia said the week prior in two separate scenarios of when they fell in love with the industry and that was at a hair show, when they felt the magic of being around just the hairstylist. And it's like, if we can't, we just need to remember that is magic is when we're together. It's seeing each other, it's this, it's connecting in a way that is artistic and come as you are. And our industry just needs that refreshed and revitalized is all I think so that we can focus on loving ourselves and then loving each other better is what I'm, I'm hoping for. People, 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 There's nothing, even the platform, you know, the, the beautiful thing that you have on your platform is that they can shadow the artist. Right. There's nothing like a hands-on class workshop class because it's the nuances and I'll watch, um, I'll watch newcomers or people who are new in our industry, the movements that they do, and you can see that where they're at in their industry just by how they hold the pintail and how their wrists and their fingers move at the same time. Because watch a video once and then they'll go and try it. I'm like, no, watch it again. But this time, pay attention to the hair. Watch it again. This time, pay attention to their hand. Yeah. Watch it. This time, pay attention to the hand that's holding the foil. This time, pay attention to how they're lifting it. Like yep. they're, how they tuck the foil and how they section and what angle. I mean, those, yeah. because those when nuances you, are everything. Yeah, when you first watch it all, you're not getting it all. It's kind of like watching a movie, your favorite movie again and again and again, and you'll see something different every single time you watch it. It's the same thing with, with the videos that you, guys, that you offer. Well, and also you gotta, you gotta think about that for a minute. I'm glad we, that's a great way to think about it, Lupe, because you know, we really need to help people lock down that knowledge. There's so much coming at them at all times. Right. And it's not that this industry lacks knowledge or technique or skill, right? It's, you need to focus on what you are putting your intention to talking about intention, no matter what time or place in your career, you guys, she just hit it right. There is go back, go back, go back, go back. One of the beautiful things about this industry is we learn by doing over and over. We can watch videos, we can do this, but it's those little nuances of the repetitive. Go back, go back, go back, and look for those things that you're watching all of these pros right now online. 
take note. Watch those elbows, watch those hands. You just saw her with her, all of those things. Take note, it's imperative to learn the nuances. It's the, um, it's, it's hard to, to see it on a video hands-on. Yeah. If you're gonna do video, do the video and you have to commit to it. And that's like watching it really for a totally. It really is. Watch it is. Time, but pay attention to something that one time the whole video and now watch, like I said, the foil. Yeah. In the shadowing part or in the, in the education where they get to come to the hands-on is where they'll physically see it because it's in 3D. You can actually see it. There's nothing it. like it. Yeah. yeah. And that's where you, that's where you explore. I'll, when I'm teaching, when I'm doing hands-on classes, it's more about keep, you the, keep this hand up. Yep. And people are like, well, I work, keep your hand up, keep your hand up. Yeah, put the put the chair down. Like it really we we in hair coloring it's funny. I'll hear haircutters say, you know, put their chin down so that when yep. you pull it out, it's at a 45 and you put the, tilt the head back, their fingers, you know, are, are at a 45. Well, it's the same thing. We should we should be addressing hair color and foil placements just like haircuts. 100 Yeah. If you hold it down and you paint down, then you're gonna get a line at the root. If you pull it up at a 40 at a 90 and paint at the root, then you just blurred the line. You know, it's those little tiny thing, nuances that we have that it's 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 so much fun. It's so much fun to share it's those. So much fun. And the thing is, like, it's truly one of the most magical components of our industry working side by side because oh my gosh, I worked in um, Santa Monica at one of the most incredible salons, and I always just felt so underqualified every day, like every day. <laughs> but the best part is I would find myself, I almost got upset when I got a client because I was learning 24 seven. I would just go stand by my coworkers because it was brilliant everywhere. There was like 25 of the greatest artists standing around me and classic bobs that I haven't seen in years. Like watching that cut, I was like, you need to teach people this. This doesn't exist anymore. This is an old school technique that is gone and nobody does this anymore. Like this has to come out. But why I even say that was, it, there's nothing like that magic of watching and staying in an open mind and beginner's mindset so you can always learn. I can't wait for the day for us to be back side by side and see the nuances and you know embrace this industry full force again, but in, in my opinion, a better way, a kinder, a gentler, maybe more collaborative, hopefully, you know? Appreciative, yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that this is a great place for us to wrap this up. And I wanna make sure that I have a chance to give you the opportunity to share anything that you want before we do wrap up. Anything you'd like to add, my love? I just never stop learning. I think that it is something, it's a craft. A craft is something that you practice continuously and find it, you know, it feeds your heart. And when, if you're ever feeling low, especially right now, just jump on some education, you know, get together with your people socially. Um, <laughs> Use this tool. Use your tools, everyone. Oh, Lupe, this has been amazing. Hang on with me and I'm going to wrap this up. Guys, this has been another Freebird series with the incredibly talented Lupe Voss. I hope you've enjoyed this as much as I have. Please make sure you reach out. Go check out Hair Color Magic and all of the brilliance that that team is rolling out. Make sure you follow Lupe Voss so you know what this brilliant mind is up to. And I hope you guys have an incredible night.